Welcome to the Dear Life Coach Podcast, where real people get coached on real issues. My name is Joshua Wright, and I am your host and your certified life coach for this season. If you want to be on Dear Life Coach, all you have to do is reach out to me at joshua at bpcoachinggroup.com. Casey, well, welcome to the Dear Life Coach Podcast. I'm so glad you were willing to be on the podcast. If you don't mind, just introduce yourself. My name is Casey. Um, I am a three-time cancer survivor, and now I coach cancer fighters and survivors um, through what I think is one of the most challenging um, life circumstances we will ever face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on surviving three times. I mean, you're clearly a fighter. And it's something that we were talking about beforehand, that it's something near and dear to my heart with with family, multiple family members, in fact, with cancer as well. And it affects not just them, but everybody around them. So thank you for the work that you do. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Given you are such a support for other people, how can I support you today? So I think I'm lacking in, um, because I I genuinely love what I do. And I, I think my strategy is part of my problem my challenge problem. I don't, I don't know because I mean, I'm not originally, I didn't sign up to coach. Like I signed up to coach, but I didn't sign up to do the marketing and the, the stuff that's on the back end that requires you to, you have to do in order to be able to do the coaching. Like, so I'm by no means an expert and I'm open to trial and error, but I just sometimes don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> when you say you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, first off, you're you're not alone when you say, oh, well, I just want to coach, right? Like, I just want to coach. Doing the marketing for everybody in the b- business backend is, is typically not what people signed up for. So you're not alone in feeling that. Uh, yeah. And what I'm hearing is a sense of overwhelm, right? Oh, like, there's so much to do. When you talk about that or think about that overwhelm, what are you, what, what's going through your, your mind, your brain? Um, so I, I, I had great success when I first started, um, hit six figures multiple years in a row. And then mm. it burned me out. Honestly, the strategy that I had was doing a lot of sales calls and it was, it's just the women I work with are, it's emotionally draining for me. Um, and after a while that just took a toll on my mental health. So I had to take a step back. So now it's like, I'm starting to run the marathon again, and I don't have the, the right, I think, strategy or approach to running this marathon differently, minus the sales calls, if that makes sense. Like, how do I get clients if I'm not talking to them? So, like, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. How do you, how do you see the business this first off, congratulations on all the success, right? That, that's amazing. And you're, it just goes to prove that you're doing such great work. In what way do you want this new adventure, this new path to go differently? I would, I because trust me, I did I did the work. I, I have upgraded my own internal systems because I know I'm part of that. So if I don't up-level my own uh, capacity, then the whole system's going to break again. So I definitely, I took a step back. I was like, I need to work on me. I need to get my ducks back in a row. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of reflection on like stress and boundaries and all that. Um, and so I think now it's like, how do I 
create balance with what I've got now, but also continuing to have consistent clients coming into my world. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind, what I'd like to do is actually talk about the things that sparked joy and brought you real success in that first bit and what the things that you didn't like are. So let's just start with the first bit. What brought you joy in the first time that you run the six-figure business before? Um, so I really, I love like the actual coaching. I do a weekly coaching call with the women. I love, you know, helping them through the challenges that they're facing. Like, I really love that, that the actual coaching. I love having really deep conversations and going, I know I can help you. And we're like, if you just say yes, like, I know I can get you the results that you want. And so I love that component. What I don't love is I got on a lot of unqualified, I, I would say, sales calls where women were expecting free help or mm. expecting like a, or, or wanting, I should say, a Band-Aid solution to a very complex problem. Right. And how do you, what, what do you want to spark joy this time around? Um, I would love to be able to have those deep connections still. Like I, I'm, I'm continuing coaching. So it's, it's not like the business completely stopped, but I want to be able to have more women come into my world and just not have it take the emotional toll like it did before. And so is it, you know, doing a webinar where you solve the webinar. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. This isn't like something that I'm, you know, it's not like I took a business course and was like, here, how to, here, how to be an online coach. Like, you just figure it out along the way. Something I realized as we grow older is that we never have anything figured out, right? Each step is a new step and you're like, what is going on? And so you're certainly not alone. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I don't think any of us know what we're doing generally, but we're here to give you some awareness and guidance. But I want to pick up on something that you said is, you know, I asked you what you want to spark joy and you brought up, you know, the deep conversations, the more women, the more impact, which goes to show how much you love what you do. But you also said, I don't want the emotional toll. Yeah. Well, let's it, talk about that. Yeah. So like, obviously cancer is very heavy um, in general. And when I was getting on, for me, I get really frustrated when I know somebody is struggling and I know I can help them and they just don't get out of their own way. Mm -hmm. You know, like they use excuses like time or money or whatever, insert something here. And it's like, I, I get that. But like, do you realize like how important your health is? Like, are we not? talking about like your life like I just like there's a disconnect and I don't get it sometimes and that's frustrating when I see someone struggling so much like literally breaking down crying on the phone with me and not wanting to still do it for themselves or believe in themselves like I have a really hard time with that and so like that was taking a really big toll on me because I felt like guilt like a weird sense of guilt if that makes sense of like I don't know. Like I, I, I felt like I had to give more and, and do more. And like, I don't know, like it just, it compounded over time, I guess, with doing so many of them. 
what goes through your head? What's the thought that you have when, when you come into that contact with that person that says, oh, well, I have this issue, but I, you know, they get in their own way. What's, what's going through your brain? What's that thought? I just sit there and I'm like, okay. Like it like shocks me. Like it, like literally I'm just like, I can't help you if you don't help yourself. Like I, like I genuinely, like my heart breaks a little bit, but it also is like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> like, it, it is, and how does that cause you to have that sort of heartache, that emotional toll? If you if you've come to the realization you can't help them, what's causing the emotional toll? Because I want to. Like, there's a deep sense of like, just do it for free. But you know, you everyone needs skin in the game, and for free doesn't always turn into them helping themselves. Like for instance, the first year I had business, uh, ran my business, I did a scholarship and I gave away a free, free coaching, like the container that I have for free. And the woman just didn't do the work. And I was like, you literally applied for this and did all the things to get it and you want it. And you're like, this could have gone to somebody who genuinely would have done the work and would have benefited. And that was extremely heartbreaking to me because it was an opportunity taken from somebody else. Is there a sense of guilt? Because you mentioned the guilt word. Is there a sense of guilt because you can't help them? Yeah, a little bit. Like it's weird. Yeah, a little bit. So so it's it's really the thought is like, I can't help you, but I'm trying. And then you have that sense of guilt and that sort of leads you down what sort of path, what sort of what happens in your life when you have that sense of guilt? Right. Like, and you know, one of my previous clients always reminds me, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know, but it's very frustrating because everyone needs to be led to the water and and be taught how to drink. Like, you know, and I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I have some guilt around like, I don't know. Like, that's a great question. I think there's a little bit of guilt of like, I survived and I should be giving back and doing the work that I do just out of the kindness of my heart. But at the same time, it's like, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. And, you know, I've invested a lot of time, money and resources into myself to get the education and the, the, um, the knowledge just to be able to talk about, you know, trauma and physical health and mental health and emotional health that when somebody else isn't invested in the same way, it's wasted and it's not utilized properly and it's for nothing. And that's, you know, hard to see. I also hear a sense of like frustration that you've gone through what they've gone through, right? And you've done, you've done the work. And so maybe a frustration that they're not, they're not following that same path. Right. Like they're stuck in that victim mentality, which is which is, I get it. I understand why it happens, you know, but it's frustrating because I'm like, 
there's a solution. Like, do you not believe that it's going to work or do you not believe in yourself? Like, there's very different components to this. Now, question for you on, on where to go with this session. I, I Do you want to work more on dealing with that emotional toll or finding the qualified leads? I just want to, depending on um, I, I'm still doing the emotional work. I don't think it'll ever go away. There's like, you know, I think we bring a lot of stuff with us through life from childhood that we can't just like overnight fix. And it, I'm always a work in progress. Like, trust me, the amount of guilt I feel now versus when I like two years ago is very different. Right. Um, it's not as big and it's not as heavy. And I'm, I've, found a way to like let it go at the end of the day and you know as much as I was overgiving I needed to not do that because it wasn't going to good use so I think the acquirement of new clients yeah yeah and I, I do want to I just want to be very clear that I, I'm proud of you for doing all the work that you're doing and the continued work that you expect to do with this emotional toll I'm here to support you in that and so perhaps in another session maybe that would be useful for you right to have somebody to work on that emotional toll but let's bring it back because you did mention you know it's those unqualified leads that lead you to this emotional toll in many ways because that frustration or that guilt comes through let's talk about what does a qualified lead mean Someone who is ready to invest in their invest their time, uh, money, and energy into finding solutions to how they feel. Mm -hmm. And who is the person that you're trying to speak to in that way? Um, someone who is struggling with physical, mental, and emotional health because they've just survived something very, very big, and they lack the energy to get through the day because you know as you know you've seen with your mom it's just like it that going through treatment takes a toll on your physical health right. so it's not just getting it's getting building back strength it's it's physical uh physical energy but it's also like mental health like fear and anxiety um and then it's the emotional component of being able to let go of your old life and step into this new, your new normal and this new version of who you are able to become. Like we can take something as traumatic and as we go through and truly transform our lives if we want it to. Now, where do you, where do you think these qualified leads would be when I say qualified leads uh, let's put let's put them as people terms right where would you find these people that are struggling and dealing with this lack of energy and these cancer issues where would you find those people so um online I find them through Facebook and Instagram um and then in real life it's like literally going to cancer um hospitals and and things like that like I've just recently within the last month and pairing with uh the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to do a um, a conference in the fall with them, and then another one in the spring. So it's it's doing more of that type of work, and you know I I feel like I'm trying a lot of things, and I and it's hard to know what's working. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're almost missing that motivation to keep trying new things or trying 
keep pushing forward. Right. Well, it's not just them. I'm motivated to do it. It's just like a bandwidth. Like I've only got so much time during the day and it's like, okay, I want to do all these things, but I also need to do these things. Well, so what's the one thing that you need to do that you think will provide the most value? Um, that's a great question. Um, because I, I do write the emails. I do um, show up in, I have a free community Facebook group, which I'm trying to figure out if that's a hindrance because now they're all in a group thinking they're helping themselves, but they're not really helping themselves. So like, is it psychological and what I've created isn't really actually helping? I mean, it's helping, but it's not helping, if that makes sense. Um, it's helping them, but it's not helping me. <laughs> um, how, how, so so I'm gonna, how could you make it help you? Um, I feel like I create free situations to, you know, magnetize people to get into my world, to understand what I do on a deeper level. And, you know, I show up, I explain things to them to help them understand why they feel the way they do and to provide that I provide those solutions. So I'm not hundred percent sure. How do you use them and, and, and people are people, but how do you use them for your business, right? So you have this free Facebook group. Sounds like you're providing great resources. How do you translate that into your business? Currently, um, like, what do you mean? Currently, yeah, currently, how do, how do you try to translate that into um, supporting your business through actual coaching clients? So I invite them to book a call. Um, and lately the women that I've gotten on a call with are either, they're like a hundred percent in. So like they, um, they want that it's not even like a hard, it's just the conversation of like, here's what it is. And they're like, yeah, okay, let's go. So it, I don't know if it's just the languaging that I'm using has changed. And so therefore the people who are actually ready to book calls are real versus like somebody who would have been on the fence before um so i love that right um 100 percent. but we're trying to get to the the issue is the people that aren't the 100 percent. and so how could you on a larger scale get people on a call and have them self-filter it's a great question i don't know what are the possibilities um You know, I've done, I've done in the past free uh, webinars to lead them into the call um, with success and without success. Um, when you say success and without success, what does that mean? Success like, is people actually sign up for coaching. Yeah. What, what are the non-successes? Um, people go will do the free stuff, but they don't want anything further. Um, they won't sign up for the call, which is fine. Like, but but isn't but isn't that the self filtering that you want, right? Is it because when you first started talking, you talked about how the calls are cumbersome, especially when they're unqualified. They don't want anything else. They right. just want the right. So in in essence, that is doing its job. So I guess it's like, how do I get more people to hear me? Because right now, like even when I go live inside of my free group, 
like people aren't seeing my posts. They aren't seeing my messages. So it's like, okay, yeah, I can write a hundred emails, but if they're not opening the emails, what does it matter? Right. How could, so, so how could you make sure that people are seeing your messages? Um, and I mean that from, if that's not working, the group messages aren't working, how else could you reach out to people and get them to come to your webinar? Um, I've tried emailing, I've tried messaging people, I've tried um, all of that. Short of me, like literally physically calling them, I can't, I don't, I don't know. So what do you think is your biggest roadblock from having a successful webinar then? Because it sounds like the webinar is the solution to sort of filtering out people from that emotional toll that you're, you were experiencing. It's helpful. It's one strategy for sure. Um, getting more people to attend. But again, like if they're not even, you know, I get a lot of it, the weirdest thing. It's like um, the last one I did, I had a lot of people afterward going, oh, I missed it. And I was like, well, it's over. I didn't. I because this, this last time, this last one I did, I accidentally just didn't hit record. I forgot. And I just dove in. Cause I was really like excited about it. And I was just like, towards the end, I was like, Oh, I forgot to hit record. But then I just like, let it go. Cause I was like, well, it's too late now. It's like, we've got five minutes left. What am I going to do? And so then I had like people literally emailing and messaging me, like, can I get a replay? And I was like, there is no replay. So it, sound, it sounds like you're sitting on a potential group of people that might want your coaching or you simply because you didn't record it, you're not providing that sort of information to them. How could you make sure that they get that information? I told them, I said, I'd ha be happy to book, get on a call with you and, and, you know, see how we can um, find solutions and kind of like not go over the webinar that I did, but like talk about what, what is it going on with you? And so I but why, but why, not, why not, why not another webinar? I could do another one. I could do 500. I could do one a week, but it doesn't matter if people don't show up, right? So I just want to recap on what you just said. So you said, I did a webinar. People didn't come or a group of people didn't come and they messaged me and said, I want, I, I want the information. You are willing to do a call, but not a webinar because you don't think those people will come? Well, right. Because they didn't come the first time. Do you know why they didn't, weren't able to make it? I didn't ask. Well, one of the women said something about, um, something that I was like, that's weird. So, uh -huh. so let me ask you this, and this will be a sort of a question that sort of pushes us forward is what's the thing that you could do now to open up the possibilities of more of those qualified leads? I don't know. I really, I don't like, that's where I'm struggling with figuring out. You just talked about how webinars are doing. So we're, we're have produced a hundred percent of the calls, right? Not a hundred percent. No, oh, sorry. They, the, the people that have tended to join now, or once they book that call, they're like, yes, I want it. Yes. And no, like lately, the last, I would say six months, the webinars have not been yielding the results that they have in the past. So, and I've, I've switched up my webinar multiple times, um, you know, even in, in replay and they, nothing has uh, come to fruition. Um, can, can I make a suggestion to you about a possible next step? Sure. 
Yeah. What about asking the people that said yes, why they said yes? How did they sign up? Why did they, what, what resonated with them to get them there? Like that signed up for the webinar and showed up or signed up and didn't show up? Any of it. Uh, I mean, really, truly all of it's data that might be helpful to you now. I've never done that. I mean, I, I absolutely can ask. It doesn't mean they will respond, but I can absolutely ask. But what's the value when they do respond? Engagement. Yeah, engagement and, and data for how to do next time, right? If they said, I absolutely chose to sign up for your call because of this one thing you said, well, what, what's better data than knowing exactly the phrase that you use that made them sign up? It's true. That's okay. a great, that, I mean, that's a great email to send out afterward, whether they show up or not. Like what made you sign up for this session or whatever? Yeah. Especially the clients that actually signed up for your, your booking a call, right? You can ask them on that call what, what happened. So, so let me actually ask you, what action are you going to take to further your, further your business? Well, I'm definitely going to add that email of like, why did you? Why did you sign up for this session or whatever I'm X event yep. that I'm doing? And then I could also ask inside of the call why they, I have to think about the verbiage, but why they booked one. Yeah. Totally. And when are you going to take that action by? Well, um, the next webinar I'm doing isn't until July, so I will do that. I mean, I could do the one that I did earlier this month. I don't know if it's, is it too late to ask? Is it ever too late to ask? No. So I could send out an email to that list, ask, like today or tomorrow, and I've got to write it first. I, 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 sorry, I loved your instant reaction to, is it ever too late? Like, your, your facial expression the listeners can't see is just like, no, I absolutely not. Like it was just like a total surprise of an answer. Like, no, it's not. Just right. Like, um, great. So when you're gonna when you when are you gonna send these emails by or these questions or ask them? Um, as soon as I write the email, which today is not a great day of time for me um to sit down and write it, but I tomorrow it's hopefully by the end of the day tomorrow. Okay, so Thursday, end of day. And what's gonna get in your way from completing that? me not sitting down to write it <laughs> distractions but it should it's it's a short email so it shouldn't honestly take that long so it's just me actually sitting down so I love that you're getting out of your way as you talk about it you're like actually you know it's just a simple email whatever no big deal mm -hmm. so what's your biggest takeaway from today's session um that I'm kind of in my way a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and I need more data and I should be asking these questions. And I don't know why I've never done it before. Like there's such obvious things. And like I said, I'm not a professional business person, entrepreneur. Like <laughs> I've never But you're not alone. And I think you should end that in that end it here, right? Like you're not alone in this adventure that you're on of being a business owner and not knowing all these things to do, as long as you are willing and open to get there, right? And once you know that you can ask this question, what's the next step? You're going to ask the question all the time and, and get more and more data, so which is just beautiful that you're open to that. So I commend you for all of that. So Stacey, oh. thank you for being on today's episode of the Dear Life Coach podcast. And I look forward to hearing about these emails and the data that you get. So until next time.
That's it for this week's episode of Dear Life Coach with Joshua Wright. If you want to learn a little bit more about life coaching, feel free to visit my website at vpcoachinggroup.com. And if you yourself want a little bit of life coaching and to be on the Dear Life Coach podcast, feel free to email me at joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com.